Health Conversations. Let's welcome Magda Reynolds, who's manager of the clinic, uh, clinical unit at NERCO, which is the South African National Institute for Crime Prevention. Thank you very much for joining us, Magda. Good evening. Good evening, Patricia. Now, today we're talking a burnout, and it reminds me of a song by, and that is Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse, I'm going to burn out. But that's a love song, you know, a feel-good song. But burnout definitely is not something like that. Please define it for us. Okay, so burnout is stress, but specifically related to the workplace. So if you think about stress itself, that's dependent on the situation you find yourself in and how you perceive it to be. So a situation I find stressful, you might not find stressful. The same in the workplace. Every worker in the workplace will have a different tolerance for stress. And burnout happens when that stress you and I experience is chronic and it's not successfully managed. So what happens is we start to feel depleted of energy, exhausted, Um, you start to put a bit of mental distance between yourself and your job because you know that's where it's coming from and what's causing you the stress. So you try to get a bit of distance to protect yourself and then feelings of negativity and cynicism related to your job and then obviously reduce professional efficacy. Mm. So you're not doing your job as effectively as you once could and that causes more frustration and more stress. So it's absolutely just a vicious cycle. Now, what leads to this? Is it because we no longer have our jobs or is it because of stresses within the jobs or even external factors might cause it? Mm, So burnout is a very multifaceted thing. So it could be that you feel you have a lack of control in your workplace so you can't influence decisions that affect how you do your job. So you may have a workload that's too high and a manager that's perhaps not listening to the fact that the work isn't distributed evenly. Mm. Um, Or you feel that you could optimize your team's schedule better, but nobody is giving you the time to voice that. Um, Then if you're not sure what the expectations are of your job, and I mean, especially now, what you mentioned earlier with COVID and working from home and being in the office, um, when you're at home, you feel guilty because you're at home and maybe they think you're not working, so you're working much longer hours. And when you're at the office, then everybody's trying to catch up with you, so you actually end up getting less done at the office. So COVID has definitely highlighted this for us. Yeah. So being very clear on what your job expects of you and like what your job description is. Then the functional workplace dynamics, you know, if you work in an office where you're either being micromanaged or where there's a lot of backbiting between colleagues, that can definitely cause stress. And then if your personal values doesn't match up with the values of your employer, that can also be very stressful. If it's something that you're really not interested in. And you're in a position where you had to take the job because it's money and we know it's something we all need, but it's not something that you're passionate about and it's not something that you're particularly skilled in because you're not so passionate about. That can also become very stressful. If your job is very monotonous, you end up doing the same thing over and over again or just very chaotic. So you need to do the job of multiple people 
um, and you never know which of those people's jobs that you're going to need to do, a lack of support. So if you don't have a support system at work where you can voice these concerns to and really have them heard, or even at home, that can also lead to much more stress. And then if you don't have a proper work-life balance, and that always comes down to boundaries. How good are you at setting these boundaries for yourself? How good are you at dealing with the guilt that comes with setting these boundaries if you are a person that feels guilty about that type of thing? And are there any symptoms that one needs to look out for that they have now reached a point of burnout? Absolutely. So because this is such a multifaceted thing and it is linked to stress, it carries both physical and psychological symptoms. So you will feel things like fatigue, you'll struggle to fall asleep because you'll be doing the work in your head instead of falling asleep. Mm. It can cause a negative spill into your personal life or your home life. So, you know, you had a horrible day at work, so you kind of come in the door and yell at the kids and yell at your husband or yell at your wife. Um, Depression. So if you find that there's a dramatic change in your appetite, your energy levels, sleeping, um, general interest in activities you usually enjoyed, feeling very overly anxious about things, if you see an increase in your alcohol or any other type of substance use, um, heart disease, even high cholesterol, especially in women, diabetes. And as we know from COVID, that's especially scary. Um, gaining weight, vulnerable to illness, so your immune system is just tackled down by you being in the stressed state the whole time because stress activates your fight or flight response and if you are in that constantly, that constant stress hormone production tears down your immune system so you're getting sick more often. You know, the symptoms you are mentioning right now sound like symptoms a lot of people are walking around with. And because they can't pinpoint that it's from burnout, they end up thinking, well, it's part of life. I'm growing older. Um, Let's just move on. What are the the implications of ignoring these symptoms um, and, and continuing under the same conditions with burnout? So... Definitely very real health concerns, very real mental health concerns to the point where you may just feel like you really just can't function anymore. So struggling to get out of bed, really not wanting to face the day, withdrawing from all social activities, and then obviously the physical health concerns, which is just as important. Um, So it is a very important thing to review when you start feeling this type of symptoms um, to go to a mental health professional to see from this external person, if you speak to them about your life, which area is it that's causing you the stress? Um, Where is this coming from so that you can address it? Now, other people say, let me take leave you know, at least for a week or so, and maybe I'll I'll feel better. Does leave help, especially if you're going to go back to the same environment? <laughs> so leave does help, yes, and knowing when to take a break is essential. But that also ties into, you know, these popular things that you will see of self-care, you know, do yoga, take a walk, take a long bath, go to the beach. Fair enough, all of that does help. 
but it's almost become a very popularized way to advertise self-care. And self-care is very much a deeper thing. As you can see, burnout is a very complicated issue. So preventing it is the same thing. So it's going to come down to you need to set healthy boundaries to say, for example, you know, seven till seven is my work time or however you want to divide it for yourself. And that if there's an emergency, that's fine. Um, the emergencies must just not be too frequent. Um, I'm not contactable during these hours because that is my home time. To very much prioritize your own mental health. And I say to everybody that I come in contact with, go to therapy. Therapy is not just for when you have a mental health concern. Therapy is for everyone. I mean, who wouldn't want a space where you can absolutely just speak about anything that's happening in your life without judgment, without you having to filter what you say in fear of how the other person will react, and to have a space where this person will guide you as to where the stress is coming from and show you what to do with it. So maybe let's talk about uh, uh, preventing the burnout and also uh, treating it. Would that, uh, you know, fall into the same line of what you've just mentioned? Absolutely. So in preventing and treating burnout, so let's go to preventing. You need to really look at what are your interests, what are your skills, what are your passions, and find something that you can do within that field. Even if you're working in a job that doesn't necessarily have those things, is there perhaps a space for you to create something in that job that would contribute to it that you would be passionate about? Um, would you be able to you know, speak to a manager or a member of your team about it? For example, if you are a very social person and you're in a corporate environment, would you be able to speak to somebody about maybe setting up a social committee and you can plan an event for the office like once every month or something to that effect so that you have something at least where you foster your interest and your passion mm. and really be very honest with yourself is about is it worth it for me to stay in this job? Um, can I survive in this way or is it just too detrimental to myself? And then boundaries, absolutely be very strict with how you do your boundaries. Don't let yourself be overrun 24-7. I know the temptation is very much there, especially now with the technology that makes it so easy. (laughs) But, you know, don't fall to the temptation of checking your email. Leave it alone, especially when you're on leave. Um, Your leave time should not be for, oh, let me just quickly check something while nobody is distracting me. No, no. You are on leave now. Put down the phone, back away from the laptop, um, so that you have those guidelines in place for yourself. And really look at your work environment as well. Are you able to work with the people in your work environment? Is management, your colleagues, people who are supportive that you can actually take this journey with? Um, if you need clearer explanations on some of your job functions, ask. Um, ask to see your job description, that type of thing, that you're very clear on what is expected of you. And then always, always make time for your mental health. 
Most definitely. And how do you guys at Necro assist uh, workplaces to make sure that employees are performing at their optimum level and uh, they don't experience burnout? So we have workshops that we can conduct at offices should the entire office want to be part of that type of workshop. You know, in how to identify the symptoms, very real coping strategies you can use, planning, all of that. And then we also have counseling that people can access. We have trained counselors and social workers in our team um, who are very much skilled at debriefing and containing and assisting where necessary. And how do people uh, get in touch with uh, Necro? So they can email me as the acting area manager for the Western Cape. So that is Magda, M-A-G-D-A, at Nicro, N-I-C-R-O, dot C-O dot Z-A, all small letters. Excellent. Uh, Magda, it's such a great pleasure and I'm glad we spoke about burnout. Uh, at least we now know how to handle it a bit better so that we can uh, perform at our optimal and we can make sure we Check in on our mental health as well. Thank you very much for joining us. And check in on your colleagues. Yes, most definitely. Thank you, Marta, for joining us. Thank you.